love you. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes, to the finale, a potential finale, of <laughs> our Matrix playlist. <laughs> they could always make another one. The, the, the script true. was very clear about that. Yeah, they could. They could. Um, I hope oh, I not, am the green traveler from Gorsh. Sorry. I hope not soon, but only because I like... I I mean, I'll, I'll say up front, I enjoyed the ride of this movie. Um. Yeah, and I just don't want yeah, them to sure, ruin yeah. it, you know, because we saw what they did with the third part of the original trilogy. So that right. that might be a little harsh out the gate. Uh, this is, I'm no, faceless. It's, it's, I am the faceless Leon. I am that's faceless. Damn straight, you are the, the one face. and only. And this is a podcast about movies and TV called Green and Faceless. <clears throat> On the couch. Um, there we go. I was like, there's more to it. He's gotta he's gotta bring it home. I know. I he'll paused bring it home. for the semicolon. Ah. Yeah. We have a semicolon in our name? That's yeah, right, we, we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It can stay there. And then we'll just someday rebrand like rebrand as on the couch. Oh, you think so? See, I think yeah. our brand so, is green and faceless. And that uh, way we can do other podcasts. Yeah, but I've I don't know. On the couch just works as OTC, like over the counter, or a pill oh, to take. I I see. Eat us, consume our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but just be aware that we definitely eat our fans. Yeah, because they're do. just tasty potatoes. You're lovely. Couch You're lovely. Potatoes. You need a good potato in your diet. Yes. It adds so much starch. Go home, the scrub starch. a spud, cut it up, whatever you do to it, you know. Mm. I guess you don't Dice have to it, cut it. Dice it, cube it, quarter it, peel it, mash it. Stick it in mm. a stew. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, too. <clears throat> the potato is the good stew. Mm. This is not yeah, about that potatoes. This, no, right now, not. it does feel like a podcast for potatoes. It is for couch potatoes well, you, who enjoy television you know and movies. Yes. Potatoes get resurrected. Oh, they do. <laughs> I guess. Well, every year, you know, they, every year they come back. <laughs> cut your potato in half and put half that potato in the ground, it's going to make more potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's damn so, straight you're right it it's a resurrection process and uh that is the name of their fourth and possible final film for the matrix the right. matrix resurrections this one works i like, I like it this as a little the more movie i like it as the ending yeah. movie for sure i also like it as like just the title for a movie because it is kind of a resurrection you know the, it's a different version right. of the matrix it's a different, technically, it's a different version of Neo in a way, in a way. Um, of most of these characters. <laughs> uh, it's definitely it's, a different version know, of Morpheus. De definitely, one hundred percent different version of Morpheus. That is true. <laughs> and another character, uh, 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 Smith. Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah, he's a different type of virus now. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it, it's it's a. It is a resurrection. It's a rebirth, a reboot of the franchise, but at the same time, a continuation of it. And again, as you said, and as I'll repeat, 
even though it is harsh, it's a much better finale than the third one. Yeah. And this one actually, it, it's weird because so, so here's the thing. Uh, there is a joke in the movie, uh, in the script about how, uh, Warner Brothers is going to make a new Matrix game regardless of whether or not Neo, the creator of the Matrix, uh, uh the Matrix Thomas video Anderson. game in this version. So, sorry. Yes. Thomas Anderson. Right. Neo. Anyway. <laughs> Played by yes, Keanu his, his human world. Yeah, his human world version. I mean, I guess I should just back up before I get to the joke and just explain that in this version, uh, Thomas Anderson is a aging video game producer. Um, he is, I think, in his 50s or 60s. I don't know how old Keanu Reeves is. So sorry, Keanu, if you're nowhere well, near 60. Greg, yeah. we all know that he is at least 705. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's immortal. <laughs> but only only 20 years have passed in his life from the last film. And in those 20 years, he's created this game. Uh, he doesn't have any memory. He doesn't actually remember the Matrix of, when, of the original trilogy. He right. has vague memories that he has implanted into this video game. Yes. That he is, uh, you know, there's a version of... Smith, who I think is also Morpheus. I think Morpheus and Smith in the in his version of the game um, are basically the same. Actually, there's weird dialogue yeah, about that. You're, you're right. Um, at the very least, Yahya Abdul Mateen II, who plays this version of Morpheus, he in this uh, little modal game. I guess yeah. a modal is. If you know programming, you know that I have no idea. <laughs> right. But I mean, dude, it's like a test. three years of programming, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a test. It's a little concealed program simulator type thing. This is what I understand. Um, and he has it this running and uh, somehow this program that he programmed in it of Agent Smith realizes that he's he's really morpheus i don't really yeah. get it <laughs> i don't get it either and we watched this about two months ago uh it was available for a very limited time on hbo max mm -hmm. we jumped in on that and then we had to record the other three matrix yeah, matrices films yeah well i mean we could have done it out of order but it would have been a little confusing for us yes, i think to talk us. about this yeah. one without having talked the other three so it it just it basically all it did was make this one more confusing to talk about first because we kind of forget a lot of it. Yeah, that's but true. Uh, Yaya uh, Abdul Mateen, who we've talked about before, he was Bobby Seal in Trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh, okay. And that's also we haven't. Yeah, I was gonna say we haven't talked about this movie yet, but he's also Black Manta in the, the Aquaman film. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I'm hoping we get more of that because. That, not Aquaman specifically, but him as Black Man because I liked him as yeah. I liked Jason Momoa as Aquaman too. But <laughs> anyways, uh, him as the the Smith Morpheus clone kind of thing was very interesting. But uh, that that's this that's all this weird game that Thomas Anderson has created, right? And he has a business partner. A businessman is I think his businessman is Smith. Um. um yeah, yeah, it's just played by Smith. Jo you go yeah, ahead. played by uh, Jonathan Groff. Am I right about that? Was that Jonathan Groff? Yep, you're right. Smith? Okay, good. You're the right. The King and Hamilton. Yeah, King. Yes. Uh, 
we were struggling this King George, (laughs) King George the third. Third. Oh Jesus! But Neo also in in the the in his real world, what he thinks of as the real world at the very beginning, he's also seeing a therapist uh, played by Neil Patrick Harris, Mm -hmm. who's helping him deal with the the dreams of this former life with the Matrix and and these weird memories. In those sessions, we learn that he's had a few complete breaks with uh, his, you know, with reality in quotation marks. Uh, Right. Because obviously this isn't reality and something deep inside Neo knows that. But he's taken all these. He's taken all these. are they blue pills? I can't remember which one. In the, yeah, yeah, he in is. Scenario. He is taking blue pills. That's one of the fascinating things that this this film does is, you know, a lot of the the symbolism of the original trilogy, like taking a blue yes. pill, which is a common color for uh, psych medicine. Mm-hmm. That parallel in and of itself, that the blue pill is the one that would keep you in a sane version of reality, mm-hmm. and in the real world. A lot of medicine that corresponds to that kind of uh, those kind of mental illnesses, as they call them, uh, are blue pills. So it's just like true. it's a very fascinating like correlation that they're they're making, and how they just like <laughs> Lana Wachowski was just like fuck it, I'm including it in the movie. <laughs> she included all the everything in this script. She's just like fuck it. If we're well, doing I it mean, again, I'm going to do it. If they're going to try to have him subdued by the analyst then i think that having him take pharmaceuticals makes so much sense but it's just right great how like those opening scenes it's it's a good portion of the movie but it do, it's definitely not the majority of the movie where he's no. being thomas anderson and also meeting tiffany slash yeah. trinity <laughs> Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, yeah. she's also in this new version of The Matrix, and yeah, she is. Uh, uh, she's a married woman that he runs into a lot at a cafe. Yeah, and like they 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 always look at each other, and it's kind of like a, that brief moment of like, there's a what if here, right? And, and neither of them are willing to look at that what if or or recognize it for what it is. But they every time they see each other, they're kind of like, I feel like something like there's a connection between us. And we want to explore it, but something's right. pulling us away. And what's pulling her away is her family. And what's pulling uh, Thomas Anderson or Neo away is the Matrix itself, basically. Yeah, it's it's so. his career, uh, I think, initially. But at this point in this uh, s- simulation run of this programmer's life, he is... He's he's over it. He doesn't want to make yeah. a fourth Matrix video game. Yeah, he's he's tired, and and that brings me back to the the very beginning of this rambling of mine, uh, where I said that there was a joke that was made uh-huh. in the script, where he he is being talked to, I think by Smith, who's like, "Bro, they're gonna make this game without you, uh, whether you're there or not. So we might as well stay in here." So that it stays true to its source material. So it stays yeah. true to the original trilogy you created. You might as well stay on. And <laughs> that joke goes all the way back to Lana Wachowski herself. Because Warner Brothers has been trying to make this script for decades now. 
Yeah. They've been pushing it since the third film ended. They've been wanting it. And the Wachowskis have constantly denied them and been like, no, we are not doing this. We're not doing this. And finally, I think it just came into the Matrix hands or the, the Matrix. It came into the Warner Brothers hands and they're just like, we're doing it. Whether you're here or not, we're just going to do a fourth film. And I think Lana, I don't know much about the background, but I assume Lana stepped in like, all right, fine. If you're doing it, I at least will be here. Uh, her sister. Uh, oh, no, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. Lily. Is was it, it Lily? 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 I, I think it, it is Lily. Lily. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's Laura or Lily. <laughs> I think it's Lily. Lily. Um, thank you. Yeah, she I, I guess she had, you know, her moral standards where she's like, I don't need to. Or maybe she's just tired of filmmaking. That's completely possible, too. Um, but yeah, Lana at least came back. And I think with her at the reins, she saved this film because it could have been just a production a producer's nightmare. You know, it could have been like they got all their hands in there and just fucked the crap out of this. Yeah. But she stayed on and she was able to <laughs> just fill it with a lot of that humor, that meta humor yeah. that's so very apparent in this movie, specifically being that scene where uh, Thomas Anderson's like, all right, fine. If you're going to make the movie, then or if you're going to make the, the game, then I'll be there because you're right. I don't want you right. to fuck it up. And there is I, I, a very sad montage um, of like uh, – them going through making the game, how the the meetings are like all the same and how he's really struggling to just grasp onto what's real. And (laughs) uh, there's this one part where he's in his his apartment and he feels, he feels like, I think I know Kung Fu. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't say that, but I can imagine Keanu Reeves saying it. And then he starts like like punching and kicking around, but it's real sloppy and stuff. And then he tries to do a yeah. spin kick and he falls and lands on his glass coffee table, shatters it everywhere. Yeah. Blue pills oh, everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, I do. I enjoy a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and that's another thing is uh, Keanu Reeves acting in this is great. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's he he's a league of his own and that he is also very, you know, weird as we're in regards to how he acts, mm-hmm. but that's perfect for this franchise. And it continues to be perfect because it's just, it's just what we've come to expect from Thomas Anderson and Neo. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not to also to mention Carrie Ann Moss, who is also phenomenal. In fact, I like her even more than Keanu Reeves in this movie. I fucking love Trinity. In I, this film. Yeah. I think she's great in this as well. Uh, especially when they finally let her ride the motorcycle. Um, yes. but I, like, oh my God. I think Carrie Ann Moss just has become more of a kick-ass person in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think her playing, uh, Jerry, what's her fuck for, uh, Marvel helped with that. Uh, but she, Jerry you know, she's obviously done other things, but she, she was in a lot of those defender shows. Um, she right. was a main character in. Uh, Jessica Jones. That's it. Thank. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I can't remember which one it was. Like, I was like, it's either Daredevil or that show. But yeah, it I, was yeah, Jessica I recall Jones. her being in Daredevil for a little bit. Uh, she's definitely in uh Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Uh, but oh. I think just a little bit. Okay. Well, anyways, secret reviews of those shows that are apparently coming <laughs> to Disney Plus real soon. 
Some some countries. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, some countries already have it. Not Russia. Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, but uh, I do another character, another actor that I wanted to um, bring up that I really enjoyed. Uh, I think we've talked about her as well. Well, I mean, I guess if we're talking about the Marvel shows, we could just segue through her. Uh, it's the actor who played Colleen Wang, uh, oh. Jessica Henwick. That's she right. Is, yeah, she's like the main character in The Matrix uh, that's trying to help Neo. Um, she's like, I guess, like, she's like the, the Link character, um, Harold Perrineau's character, Michael from Lost. She also actually gets plugged in, and Link was yeah. a native Zionese. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying like she's exactly like Link. Okay, I'm just gotcha. saying she is that fill-in of that character. Right. She's not Morpheus. She's not Neo or Trinity. She's the other Matrix member crew that's right. tagging along with them. Right. And she's awesome. Uh, she's great in here. Yeah, she's amazing in this too. I really <laughs> like her as a as an actor. She has the fun action scenes too. Because uh, she gets a lot of the Matrixy fight scenes, uh, at least early on. And I don't know. She she's just a lot of fun to watch. I really enjoyed her in this. Uh, I'm trying to remember really what else there is because uh, it's been so long. So this okay. Well, I I can go. Let's let's go back to Morpheus. So eventually, Morpheus fi- or slash Agent Smith finds out that deep down he is programmed to be Morpheus and finds a way how to break free of this modal with Bugs's help. Bugs goes into the modal and yeah. it helps him get out. And, and then, yeah, and I don't know if we said Bugs. I don't know if we said Bugs is Jesse yes, Henwick yes. Uh, character. Um, so then they go into the version of the Matrix that Neo is in, which like basically they were inside a program inside the Matrix. So they got they got double yeah. jacked in. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's so it's so weird. This is definitely, like, I feel like the weirdest, like, even with all the prophecy stuff that they had in the original trilogy, I feel like this is the one that yeah. broke Buck Wild, for sure. <laughs> and they also they also have to, like, explain the CGI, too, because the CGI is, like, so much fucking better oh, now. Yeah. And and so like when they go into the matrix and they see things, it's like, well, it looks better now because they've it's like it's a program within a program. It's the machines are working on themselves yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny. And it they also like have learned a bunch of stuff about how to manipulate like their ability to jack in and stuff. You know, like the invention of Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they, they can like, they, they can use cell phones now or whatever to, to leave. So they don't have to use a phone, a phone, uh, that's actually attached to a phone line because that made sense for some reason in the other movies. (laughs) So bugs and Morpheus, they crash Thomas Anderson's place right when agent Smith's or whatever, I don't, they're not ag- the agent Smiths, but some agents have decided to attack Neo yeah. because uh, the analysts can tell that he's slipping, that he's starting to remember. Yeah. Uh, so 
Morpheus and Bugs, they save him just in time. He's freaking out because he's he's like, no, I'm just I'm just having a mental break. I know it, you're you're hallucinations. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm just Thomas Anderson. I'm yeah, not the they one. They do the pill scene again, and he mm-hmm. does it. And then they go to. It's not Zion. I don't know what it is. I forget. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember what they named the, the yeah, new city. Yeah, there's a new city, and <clears throat> Niobe pretty much is the de facto leader. And they did they did also bring back Jada yes, Pinkett Smith. Yes, they did. So that was they like they buried her in a crap they ton of sure prosthetic did. makeup and sure and did. you know to age her sixty years because while it's only been twenty years of Neo of Thomas Anderson yeah. time, it's been sixty years of the real right. world. So. And and it's explained. It I, I just explained. I don't want to explain. I do, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much because if you know that the ending of the third one, you're like, okay, but like, what the fuck happened, guys? And and yeah. I just don't want to spoil it to you, for you because I do think it was a decent explanation, and it's like yeah. it is part of the story is that reveal of in this movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it, it makes that ending more powerful. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, the ending, I kind of forget a little bit. A little bit. Uh, but What? The ending is like the only thing I remember well. <laughs> that fight scene in the cafe is so good. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. I kind of remember that. Neo also, though, once he becomes Neo again, he has forgotten how to fly because he's he's been yeah. just living in the Matrix too long. Uh, and I'll I'll say that there are some great moments from Carrie Ann Moss, Carrie Ann Moss in that uh, finale, that third act in general. And uh, I have a friend named uh, Tiffany who <laughs> does not enjoy the name Tiffany. <laughs> uh, she goes by Fee. Oh, and Fee. It, it, she said it is a yeah. It, she said it is a great moment in this film where Trinity, who in this version is going by the name Tiffany, uh, finally just stops. And This is spoilers for everybody, so if you don't want any spoilers, tune out for like five seconds. But she <laughs> she just like, somebody called her Tiffany, and she's like, I hate that fucking name. <laughs> it's such a good moment for my friend. That's not the exact line, but it's something along those lines, and it's so good. And, and then, of course, the character Trinity in that in that finale scene just has so many great moments. Like it's really her her time to shine. Yeah, yeah. And I I, just, I love. Yeah, that it's ending. definitely the best use of Trinity in any of the movies. And I yeah. like what the ending says about their relationship. How it kind of expands on what the last three movies were too. Yeah. 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 I think uh I'm glad that uh Lana was a part of this cuz it probably wouldn't have been yeah. as good for sure. Uh I do want to yeah, I'm terrified as what what it could have been. I do want to acknowledge um some of the other people who came back. Uh we do mm-hmm. get a brief segment with uh Lambert Wilson, the Merovingian I just wanted to mention it since we mentioned him the other two and never yeah. remembered what his name was. Um, right. yeah, we got it right this time. Uh, we also have uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas as Sati. Uh, and she is actually rather important to this film. She 
kind of plays yeah. the same role that the Oracle did in the other one, but also kind of a little bit of the Morpheus feels too. She kind of yeah, and was, she's she's at the area with Niobe, right? Yeah, she's at that new city, but she lives okay. in this That's where program first where there's this well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's a lot that there, this movie is a big honking movie, and there's just a lot that that kind of gets forgotten on one viewing. I'm sure I'll watch it again. Oh yeah, I want to watch it again. I yeah. I thought it was definitely yeah. worth that. Even with like even just some of the gags, like you said, there's there's quite a bit more humor throughout than there is in the other movies. But I I and do I need to watch Patrick it again. Pierce. I wish that we talked about it. That we were able to watch it closer to our recording, but oh, yeah, wow. I agree with that. Do you have closing statements? It's still fine. What was that? Do you have closing statements? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I do. I do indeed. It's uh, I I enjoyed this one. It's a better cap to the the franchise than the last one was, as we've mentioned. You know, I, I even though the meta jokes are funny. They do kind of bog the film down because there's a lot there's of a meta lot. qualities to this movie. Oh my god! I forgot about old. the fucking post credit scene. Ugh. Don't don't oh, bother. What was the post? There there. Okay, I don't remember. Okay, it. I know I watched. It, I don't remember it. It goes back to those people at the office. You know how how they montage them saying different bullshit things like corporate nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to them and they do a bit more of that and that one person suggests that they make the cat tricks yeah oh, so it's not worth yep. it don't don't stick around for that one if there's a mid credit scene i happen. can't remember so maybe stick around till it's the end credit scene starts <laughs> probably be, might as well probably be the anacatrix the anacatrix i'll make it oh, animated <laughs> no i i yeah there's there's just a lot of dumb stuff like that that do just weigh this film down, but I enjoyed the performances. Uh, I, you know, I, it's it's hard to recreate what Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving did. Yeah. So I do want to give credit to Yaya Abdul Mateen the second and uh, Jonathan Groff. They did good jobs. They did. Their characters felt like new versions of the characters, which is what they needed to be because that's what they are. Yeah. And they didn't try to just recreate what was presented before them. Mm -hmm. uh, that said, I do, of course, appreciate more Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving's characters. But those two actors did a good job. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm kind of surprised that they... I mean, maybe Hugo is just like, nah, dude, I don't want to do this project. Um, but right, I'm yeah. kind of surprised that him at least... It, didn't make the return like if they, since they did this 60 years in the future i think the morpheus thing makes a little bit more sense because you know that's a lot of time yeah and he was like basically a, a faith general so he probably died <laughs> doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something they do have a monument to him in the, the new city that we once again forget the name of yeah i did like that i thought that was a pretty good good ad yeah. Uh, but I'm, I was surprised that Fishburne didn't return because him and Keanu Reeves are in Jonathan Wick together. Like they're they're good yeah. friends. Maybe so, like, he was busy. You know, I figured or, if they got Keanu back, maybe. Or, but it might also be that he's like, I can't, 
I can't be in a kung fu movie again. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, you want me to do what? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even lift my foot that high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no offense. Still, no offense to uh, Lawrence. No, not at all. No, no offense You're at all. Fantastic. Well, you age, you age, and you can't yeah. do things that you used to do in your youth. It's but just Keanu has kept at it because he just he loves karate, and he's a vampire. And so, <laughs> and he's a vampire. Yeah, he doesn't age. It's damn true. But I, I do enjoy all the performances. I think everybody did a good job with what they were given. Uh, and I think Lana Gokowski, you know, she she wrote and directed something that was still worthy of the the franchise and even more worthy than its predecessor. So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before I give my rating. Uh, it was also co-written w- by David Mitchell. And David Mitchell is the author of the Cloud Atlas novel. Oh. Um, which the the Wachowskis made the Cloud Atlas movie, movie the, the adaptation. So I, I, I he might have been in part of that uh writing process as well. I'm not sure with the movie. But yeah, I just I thought it was great that they brought him on yeah. for this uh for this screenwriting adaptation or this uh screenplay. And I think, you know, I, I as I said, the the screenplay itself is hilarious enough that it kept you invested while also still very uh bogged down in a lot of a lot of shit a lot yeah. of exposition which is fine for this franchise but it was just it it's hard to remember yeah so it it begs repeat watchings uh but i still give it only two and a half stars it's 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 fun but it's forgettable so i can agree with that sentiment it, forgettable because there's too much information involved uh but yeah. I did enjoy it. I give it a face. And like you said, I am ready for it to drop to be, you know, full-time streamable on HBO Max so I can watch it again. I enjoyed it. I I think that Amen, I think I said it. I think that's the closing state. Oh, I did want to mention that I really thought this one element of the film was cool. The uh, real, real humans they're all real humans rather the humans outside of the matrix they have found a way to let programs inhabit these little tiny robot things and oh yeah yeah. and so like the programs can be in the real world now but they're like they're they're limited they have some limits but also some advantages to this form in the world so I, i like how that element was played into the movie and how it lit. Uh, I like it, but at the same <clears throat> at the same time, it, it I mean, it makes sense for humankind to accept something that's trying to kill them mm-hmm. and use it as like a as a servant in a way. Right. But it was still just like it's like how do you feel comfortable knowing that those very machines are outside your city, just ready to come in and just kill but you? These ones, these ones have so like I think it's. It is really interesting to what they say in this movie about the singularity that is eventually going to happen. Um, and that is that the AI could get so advanced that it has individual thought. Like, even though that they're all yeah. linked up together with the future net of whatever is going to replace the internet um they uh, skynet the skynet thank you of course what what an imbecile um <laughs> so 
even though they're so interconnected, they can still have independent thought and feelings that are different yeah. from the majority, which I think they do a good job of playing with in this movie. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, uh, I think that's our that's show. show. This has been a fun. Uh, it's been a fun playlist. I believe our polls are probably closed by the time this is. By the time uh, this comes aired. out, probably because we got to get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or, you we know, don't know. Let's close on we Wednesday. We don't know as of the... Let's close on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday before this airs or Wednesday after this airs? Let's, let's close them Tuesday after this airs. Let's close it today. So the day after. You got until the end of today. Okay. <laughs> you got until the end of the day to go out there and vote on what the next playlist is. That'll give us a week, I guess. Yeah. It's just <laughs> To watch one and movie. record something. It's just one movie. Yeah. Uh, a week. All right. Until we die. Yeah. <laughs> it's cutting it close, but you guys have have until the end. So that's probably really close because this airs in the evening. Yes, it does. So, so you got, get out there and vote on what we watch next got, as a playlist. You got uh, until midnight tonight. So that is, if you're watching this right at five o'clock, then you got... Mm, about six, six hours ish. Yeah. yeah, six hours. That's probably better. So go on down to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Green and Faceless. Uh, you don't have to give us money for this vote. No. You can just—I think you just have to create a Patreon account, which just requires your email and a password, and you get to make your own password. So yeah. you know, you can use—you can make go your own help email us out. for it too. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have to be a legit one. I mean, I mean, you have to it go to, to that email account and verify email. it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. If you have a spam email account that is just for like bullshit, there and it if is. If we're making this too complex, just go on to to our Facebook page and let us know what you think. That's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally cool. Or send us texts at five 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 six five five. All right, that's our show. Who've you been? I've been the Green Traveler from Gorge, <laughs> and I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works Nineteen. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.